Welcome everybody back to the Friar Talk podcasting YouTube channel. So for today's episode, we're going to be going over our top 10 first basemen in the MLB. And we've been going through all these lists. I think after this one, we have left field, center field, and catcher. And then we're going to be done with all of our top 10 lists. And then after that, we'll be talking about Padres trades, uh, past trades, and going to be grading them um, basically to, to find out, like, is AJ Preller good at making trades? What does his resume look like? So those are the two things we're doing right now as, as we kind of wait to hear about if there's any updates about the lockout. Uh, we just made a video about the lockout the other day, um, or Tuesday, Tuesday that came out. Um, and then we talked about Ken Rosenthal a little bit. Um, but with all that said, let's get into our top 10 list. Chase, what are your top 10 first basemen looking like? So I think it's going to uh, surprise a few people about who's number one. But after this season, he just had a hard not to put him at one. And that's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Nearly was a triple crown winner, nearly an MVP candidate. If Shohei Otani just wasn't good on both sides of the plate, and, or not both sides of the plate, but both on the mound and at the plate. Uh, number two, we got Freddie Freeman. I mean, how can you not have him at number two? He's just probably, arguably, the first best first baseman behind Guerrero. Uh, then I have Goldie. It's really hard not to put Goldie top three. He's usually very consistent year in, year out. He usually gives you a few stolen bases along with his power and gold glove defense. I mean, same thing with the next guy, Matt Olson. Cut his strikeout rates way down this year. I think he struck out like 16% less than he did last year. Hit 37 bombs, has one of the best gloves in the league. It's obvious why the Padres want him. I think anybody would want Olson on his team. Uh, next guy, it's kind of hard putting him top five just because, you know, he did tear his UCL and he's having Tommy John, uh, Muncy, consistent, great plate approach, walks a lot, doesn't strike out a lot, ending with the glove, brings a lot of power. Number six, Abreu. Number seven, Alonzo. I know some people are going to be upset with that. I know a lot of people have Alonzo probably top five. Um I just think some of these other guys do a little bit better and provide a little bit more than just a lot of power. Uh, number eight or number seven, Ty France. No, number eight, Ty France. Number nine, Josh Bell. And number 10, Josh. With my honorable mentions, I have Votto, Hoskins, and Crone. You can argue that Votto can go top 10 over Walsh. I just want to give Walsh a little bit more time to shine because he is younger and he just had a monster season. Yeah, so my number one, I think uh, it's the most obvious one. I know, you know, a lot of people think it's still Freddie Freeman, but I really don't think this should be questioned anymore. It's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Had a fantastic year, almost won the Triple Crown, uh, tied Shohei Otani in home runs, and and I think he was he had a 6.8 war. I think uh, there were only a couple more other position players that were ahead of him, but in terms of first baseman, he led the league, and he led all of them in war, and I don't really think it was close. So definitely number one. Number two, I had a I had a debate with myself because I know a lot of people like Freddie Freeman, but I was super close to putting Matt Olson ahead of him. Ended up not doing it. I went with Freddie Freeman, um, not because of his production from last year, but just because his consistency year in year out definitely deserves the number two spot. Um, really, the Braves' backbone. You know, I, I say backbone a lot, and this guy, this guy is uh, you know their franchise player. That's one of the guys you can consider. Like we have Mr. Padre, he could be like Mr. Brave, but. Um, Fantastic for them. Number three, I went with Matt Olson. Had a fantastic year this year. Put himself arguably as the best 
defensive first baseman in baseball, hit 39 home runs, had a like a 5.3 war, I think it was, something around there. Cut down his strikeout rate from 31% to 16%. So really, really solid year. And I'm, I mean, I'm praying that the Padres get him. Um, number four, I went with Paul Goldschmidt. Had another good year. Another guy that you can consider, you know, super consistent. 143 OPS plus 6.2 war was just really good this year. There's nothing, uh, you know, if he's out of your top five, that's insanity. But he definitely deserves uh, – and, and that's the thing with all four of these guys. They can be put in whatever order, I feel like, except for Vladdy. But, um, you know, Paul Goldschmidt, another good year and many good years for him to come. Number five, I went with Max Muncy. Once, you know, once in the MVP race this year for a really – I feel like for a really long time he was the MVP race. Unfortunately – did get injured, um, but, you know, just speaking off talent alone, he was fantastic this year, and he was probably the Dodgers' best player, and I know they got, you know, they had Mookie Betts, they had Cody Bellinger. Yeah, I mean, he was hurt, but Max Muscle was probably their best player this year when uh, when he was healthy. Um, let me see. Number six, I had Joey Votto. What a, what a year for Joey Votto. Like, at one point, us Padre fans, we had – the reds breathing down our throats and it was because of main honestly like nick castellanos gets talked a lot jason winger gets talked a lot gets talked about a lot wade miley but joey Votto had a 938 ops with i think like a three oats i forgot what his batting average was but had a, a really good year from a guy that i did not expect expect it from and uh i mean even if he falls off next year what a good year for him next up i got yuli guriel Pretty sure he won the AL batting title, had a really good year himself at 37 years old. Um, just, I mean, it took him a while to pop out, to pop on the scene, but I mean, he's here now and he's been doing really good for the Astros. Uh, then I got Pete Alonzo. I'm not the biggest Pete Alonzo fan. Um, mainly, like, I'm not going to lie why I'm not. Mainly because in when he was a rookie, um, he was competing with Fernando and, and Chris Paddock for that Rookie of the Year award. And I thought, you know, Fernando, if he would have stayed healthy, he would have won it. I thought Chris Paddock had a good year. And, and uh, well, he didn't have a good year, but he was doing really well at first when he first faced Pete Alonso. But nonetheless, Pete Alonso is a, a slugging first baseman. He has a really good glove. Um, I think he hit like 37 home runs. He, You'd be surprised how many – it's not impressive, but he led the Mets in so many categories. Bay, or I think like extra base hits, doubles, war, like crazy amount of categories. So he definitely gets the the nod at number nine. Number 10, I went with Jose Abreu. Um, might be a little unpopular, but career low in batting average. All these guys had a higher war than him. Um, they provide more. I, I think all of them, I'm not entirely sure. I think all of them provide more defensively. Um, so that's why he's so low for me. But I forgot my honorable mentions. Let me pull them up real quick. Honorable mentions, Ty France. Um, the one that got away for us. I mean, we're paying a first baseman $20 million to do way less than this guy that we had, who's probably making a mil or two, maybe less. So he's definitely the one that got away for us, had a really good year for the, for the Mariners. And, and they were, you know, he was a reason that, that uh, they were in it till the end. Next up, CJ Crone. Don't like facing CJ Crone as a, as a Padres fan. I know the Rockies aren't very good, but they beat us a lot. Um, CJ Crone was one of the reasons they did that. And Jared Walsh. I have a good memory of Jared Walsh when he hit the walk-off. I think it was against the Astros in extra innings. Um, you know, that was the first time I heard of him. And ever since then he popped off, he had like 22 home runs before the all-star break. He was an all-star didn't do very well after the all-star break, but definitely, you know, showed some flashes.
All right, guys. Good list. Good list. I think, I mean, mine's pretty similar overall. Um, at number one, I'm going the same way. And this has been pretty consistent, I think, with all of our lists. I have Vlad Guerrero at number one. And if you guys have noticed, we usually take the up-and-coming superstars over some of the older players that I think that we believe are maybe closer to the back nine than these guys that are like 22 years old or, or whatever it is. Low 20s, early 20s, and dominating the league already. Um, Vladdy's definitely there. Um, I have Freddie Freeman at two, Paul Goldschmidt at three, Matt Alonso at four. Um, and I think that those are like the clear top four guys. Uh, Isaac, I think that you said that as well, that you just feel like those are, are the guys um, there. Um, I I could see if you went Olsen over Goldschmidt. I think that's fair, but I think that Goldschmidt's longer resume is why I probably have him ahead of him right now. Um, after that, it got a little tough. Pete Alonso, there's things to like, there's things to not like. I mean, overall, though, he's put up some pretty good numbers. Uh, in this last season, he had a 4.2 war, and then in his rookie year, he had a 5.2 war. Um, he's also a guy, Isaac, you said, I mean, he was the primary guy on his team. Maybe if you get him a better lineup around him, I mean, we've seen that with a lot of players, that lineup protection is a thing. And I think for the Mets, like, they were so disappointing last year where he was one of the only bright spots. Um, so I put him at I put him at uh, five, and then after him I put Matt, Max Muncie at six. Um, and if, I feel like for Max Muncie, like I, I think that you could get frustrated. He doesn't hit for high average. Uh, I wouldn't say he's the best fielding first baseman, um, but I mean he's put up three consecutive, not counting twenty twenty three consecutive four war seasons. He hits bombs, um, and I know it's I know it's we're talking first base, but he does also bring like positional versatility i guess even though he's not that great at it um i would rather just have him at first base personally but i think that you put him after there just because i mean he's he's an excellent hitter early on last year you guys remember he was getting mvp hype i don't know if it was warranted but he was getting hype because his hitting numbers were so so high so he's one of the dodgers key pieces in their lineup and i think that he kind of gets overlooked um but i definitely think that he's he's up there on this list uh then seven jose abreu uh, eight Joey Votto. I mean, Joey Votto is definitely not the player that he used to be. Um, but he had a great season last year. Um, and he hadn't had very good seasons a couple years before that. Um, but last year, 36 bombs. Uh, it war wise, it was pretty solid, but I don't know. I, I, I always am. I, for Joey Votto, I might maybe be a little bit biased just because like Votto, dude's put up an extraordinary career. Um, so I have him at eight. And then 9 and 10, I have Ty France and then Josh Bell. If you guys have, have watched the show for a while, you know I'm a huge fan of Josh Bell and would love the Potters to trade for him. Um, he sneaks in at 10 for me. Um, and then Ty France, I think maybe his verdict's still out there on Ty France just because he's had this – his last year was his breakout season. Um, but we saw him in San Diego, and there was a lot of talent. I think that you could tell that. Now, for the Padres, obviously it made sense. Well, at the time it made sense because they wanted to – rock with Haas after giving him a big deal but that's one where it just kind of hurts even more um but Ty France is putting together a, a, hopefully a good career I mean I always root, root former Padres the best so definitely rooting Ty France the best um and then for my honorable mentions I have uh Yuri Gurriel and uh Jared Walsh so those are the two guys for me um but yeah that's who I'm rocking with so anything else that you guys want to add before we take off for the first baseman 
All right. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, I will, co- I will comment the, our, our list. I mean, you guys can let us know what you guys, your guys lists are and maybe who has the best list. I know some people have done that in the past. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think. Let us know if we have someone that we're missing out. None of us brought him up. Maybe a guy that you think is going to be after this season is going to like have that breakout year, like a guy like Ty France did. So let us know what you guys think. Um, and we'll have a top 10 list out tomorrow. Talk to you guys soon.